It's 8 o'clock. It's time for Pam Chassis Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. Uh, we're going to get started in just a few minutes. Enjoy the dulcet tones of Floating Goat, and we'll be right back here with Mutiny Radio.
All right, it's eight o'clock. It's time. I guess we got to close the door now since that's the rule about. Yay, the cops came. Yay. Yay. There we go. Just when you thought it was safe in the mission, the cops come. The, it, uh, it happens here all the time. Years ago, just when things started going really well here, uh, we got in trouble with the ABC. The Alcohol Beverage Control Board came in and they're like, you can't have beer here. <laughs> I was like, what if everybody, I thought BYOB was legal in the city. They're like, no, that doesn't exist. You, you crazy kid. It's like people drink on the street. So now the event permit people just came and. I'm like, really? This is a small gathering of close friends. Like, what if we, <laughs> there's, there's six people here and you're gonna make me get an event permit city? Thank you, that sounds like it's, a, it's an event. It's an event. It's always, it's always the people that complain. I'll start this thing. I'll be funny, I promise. Yay, yay. I, 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 I love being a woman. Uh, it's it's so great being in charge. It means I'm the one that cleans the toilet. I'm sorry I didn't clean the toilet today. I'm really sorry. It's it's dirty here. I hang out with a lot of small children, and they've asked me that. They said, um, "So you're in charge? What does that mean?" It means I clean the toilet. That's all that means. That's all. That's all that means. Ask your parents. What's it like being in charge? Clean up a lot of poop. Yay! No, I'm going through menopause. It's weird. Uh, you might look at me and go, wow, you're too young to have your body turn on you like that. Nope. 45. It's guess it's pretty common. I guess that's what happened. Nobody told me. Where was the memo? It's, you're supposed to get a memo like, this happens to your body. Nothing. No memo. And uh, it's, it's been crazy. The only good thing about it is I'll never have to have another abortion. So that's pretty <laughs> exciting. It's going to be great for the taxpayers here in San Francisco. They don't have to worry about my uterine health any longer. It's been crazy, though. Uh, my underwear have never been happier. They're like dry. I can, it's great. I haven't had period bleeding. Ha, 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 This is the best. Uh, the worst thing about it, though, is that uh, I've been on this crazy emotional roller coaster. I'm like nuts. I'm horny. I'm sweaty. I'm like, blah. I feel, it's, it's crazy. I think I sexually harassed my mailman the other day. I think I literally, I've been, it's great. He's, he's a good looking guy. He's 26. He's blonde. He was walking down the street, you know, and, you know, he had his, he had his little wife beater on and his, his male shirt was open and he was showing a little nip. So I looked at him and I said, I hope that the Postal Service makes a calendar and they put you in it. And I winked and he was startled. And I was like, I think I just sexually harassed him. What, How did, what did I do that? What's going on? Menopause, what are you making me do? My inflamed uterus is like, talk to the 26 year old boy. That's a good idea. It was a compliment. It was a, I meant to compliment him. I don't know lately though, the difference between cat calling and complimenting. It's hard to tell. A gentleman said to me, girl, you've been living a long time to look 22. That's a compliment. That's a nice thing to say to a person on the street. I don't mind. That was great. Thank you. Say it. Uh, another gentleman I walked by and he said, oh, you got a nice fit on today. Oh, I am fit. I'm wearing an outfit. 
I get it. It's a double entendre and catcalling. Got it. Fine. Complimenting. I don't know. I, I, think, I think I know where the line is, though, because uh, another gentleman walked up to me and said, I like your skirt. Can I get under there and get a sniff? Oh, my friend. <laughs> what the hell? You crossed the line, bro. Like, why do you want to smell my boyfriend's cum anyway? That's weird. All right? It's on you, man. That's your issue, not mine. It actually is on me. It's it's all over. I, I do understand cat calling no, though very much now because I have a cat. I have two cats. I have a kitten and a cat. And I follow them around. Baby kitty, baby kitty, come here. Come here, baby kitty. Baby kitty, come here. You know, and then the cat shows me his butthole. Oh, I'm like, all right, all right. So I walk over to him, pick him up without consent, flip him over like a baby and kiss him on the mouth. <laughs> I understand cat calling is what I'm saying. You got it. Pick up that cat without consent. Yay! Hi, Sam. You brought the people. Yay! Yeah, that is amazing. Hey, come on in. Take take seats. Yeah. Did you? Uh, did you, they did the whole online thing? These kids these days. They did that. That's amazing. That's that's amazing. Come on in. Do we? Have, yeah. No, there's. It's just. It's just a show. It's a show. Come in. It's great. We're excited. Uh, I was just talking about menopause. I'm sure this will really interest you young kids. You'll be like, yeah, awesome. Menopause. It's, it's, it's real. Uh, but yeah, it's been, it's, it's been making me uh, crazy, crazy horny. It's been, it's, it's been nuts. No, it has been. I'm like, in, I'm like insatiable. It's actually, it's great though because I hang, out, I hang around with a lot of young comedian men. And the wonder, the best thing about stand-up comedy is that you're actually allowed to stare at them when they're on stage. It's like it's encouraged. It's like you get to stare at them, or like, yay, it's staring, the drooling. That's that's probably embarrassing, but just trying to let those young comedians know I keep it wet in the mouth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm off. I'm off the rails. No, but I have. I have been. I have been. I have been sexually harassing people. I've had to like. I've, I've been at open mics. Yeah, I've been at open mics and had to go back the next day and apologize to young men and been like, did I, did, was I coming on too hard? I'm, I'm joking. It's fine. I'm joking. I'm like a sexual predator. I'm joking. It's okay. I'm not a predator. I'm, I'm, I'm little. It's fine. I guess little people can be predators too. I don't know. I don't know if size, if size really does matter. Does it? I don't know. Good stuff. I am a feminist. Any feminists? Yeah, feminism. I haven't I haven't been all psyched up on feminism. It seems kind of like a dirty word these days, but I have to call myself a feminist because uh, language is political. It's important. It's political. Words have meaning, right? I'm a female. I'm a person. I'm a woman. You know, we're all peephole. I know it's not spelled like that, but boys have a peephole and girls have a vagina. So I have to call myself a feminist because it's the only word spelled without the word men in it. Can y'all spell? It's okay. <laughs> Gen Zers, do Gen Zers, can you do it without, do you have to take out your phone? Take out your phone, it's okay, you can, you can type it in. Feminism is actually spelled with an I. Sounds like there's men in it, but not usually. Men usually aren't feminists, but there's an I. I am a feminist. 
There's all these crazy words though, and they're real and they're all around us. Like every month I used to menstruate. <laughs> menstruate. Yeah. The one thing you can literally never do. <laughs> Put your name on it. Put your name all over it. And you think it's gross. <laughs> menstruate. It's great. It's, it makes sense to me. When you have sex for the first time, you break your hymen. Hi, men. Hi. I can have sex with all of you now. Hi, men. <coughs> the one I get right now, I really understand it. Menopause. Because <laughs> men are pausing on me. They're like, oh, she's old. I am press pause on that before you swipe in either direction. I don't understand the new young kids and all the dating apps. Who does the dating apps? Do the dating apps. You do the apps. You got the apps and the swiping and stuff and the... J dates and the plenty of fish and the butt bagels and duck coffee. I don't know what. The, I, I grinder, Tinder, all these funny things. I've never internet dated. I'm 45 years old and I've never internet dated. Thank you. It's one of the things on my list that makes me feel better than you. So I, I keep that one in my back pocket. I've never internet dated, and I've always said like, you know, some people say that you should raise the bar, and some people say you should lower the bar. And I say meet at the bar. You meet at the bar. Aren't you over 21? That's how you do it. You go to the bar. I don't know shit. I'm going to fill out a survey to make sure that the person and I get along before we go meet at a bar. <laughs> you can figure it out right away. You see him and you're like, do we get, no? Uh-uh, okay. All the, it's very easy. Bars. Uh, pro tip for everyone, especially if you go to a lot of bars. If you've been doing cocaine for more than 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them. Pro tip, I'm just telling you, important things. Da -na -na -na. It's good, trying to educate the Utes in here. First I'll teach you how to spell feminist and then I'll tell you, tell you how to do cocaine. No, I don't, I don't do that crazy stuff anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm getting too old uh, for those crazy shenanigans. I just smoke all the weed. All the weeds, I love all the pots. I love all the pots. I love to eat them, I love to smoke them, I love all of it. Uh, have you ever gotten so high that you forget how your own shower works? <laughs> Get in there, you're scared. It's hot, it's cold, ah! It's like airbnb being in your own home. <laughs> Why is there cat litter on the floor here? I'm paying so much money for this. There's cat litter everywhere. Cats! I am, I am a typical feminist. Uh, how many feminists does it take to screw in a light bulb? Cats, 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 I love cats. I do love cats. I, I love I love cats so much. I'm a crazy cat lady, but not in the way you think. I want to I wanna take my cat, I want to shave him. And then I want to knit a sweater out of his work fur. And then I want to make him wear it. Because I'm crazy, crazy cat lady. Yeah, I know. I love my cat. I know my cat loves me because uh, I was getting finger banged by my boyfriend. And my cat didn't just sniff his fingers. He licked him. <laughs> Meaning that my cat loves me. Or women really do taste like tuna. Either way, these aged purple lips are a fine sashimi. It's, it's, it's ahi, not albacore. None of that white shit. It is dark and purpled with age. It is dark. It is. Yeah, it's. I have one little tiny wonky fin, like a little. It's like it. My vagina looks like a like a one winged butterfly made of thickly sliced roast beef. 
but I have one little wonky fin, and I feel I call it my Nemo fin. I feel like that's where I get all my sexual prowess from. <laughs> it's my one little like. Oh, it just wants just swimming, it's just trying. My butthole looks like someone threw a hand grenade into a deli. It's meaty. That's what I love about feminism. Like, you know, they read books and shit and burn bras so I can talk about my butthole on stage. <laughs> it's feminism, right? I get to, feminism's awesome. I get to objectify men equally now, and I get to talk about my butthole on stage. Yay, feminism, yay. Uh, knock, knock. Feminism. I can get my own fucking door, thanks. <laughs> think it's the precept of feminism. Uh, one last thing. It, uh, 2016 was crazy to me. Um, and you know what I learned about the presidential race? Is that uh, only some people hate black people, but everyone hates women. It's just, there's never, it's not gonna be a woman president. Women can't vote for each other. Like, ah, I'm sorry. They should. No, I wish we could. I wish we could. I, I, I mean, I miss Michelle. You miss Michelle? Why can't Michelle Obama run for president? Can't we have another Obama? I'd vote for her. I miss Michelle so much because she changed the world or whatever. Like, she's a great mom and a great writer, and she, she changed school lunches and, like, hated fat kids or whatever <laughs> and made them work out and stuff. And I was like, that's great. And I thought, oh, Melania, what, what's her name? Melania, 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 Melania. I don't know. She never speaks. But it, <laughs> Like, what's her name? But if she did speak, you know, what would she come out as as her first lady thing? And I thought that maybe she'd just plagiarize Michelle and hate fat kids, too. And uh, she'd come out, though, as a champion for bulimia. It makes kids four times the consumer. Right? It's so good for the economy. It really is. And then where she'll really be known as an environmentalist because she'll teach the kids to vomit into the composting. <laughs> Regurgitate, renew, recycle. It's gonna be, that acidic vomit, that acidic compost is gonna be so great on the wine vines in Napa. It's gonna be like the 2020 Pinot. It's gonna be great. Thank you guys, yay, hey, you're all here. You're all here. Is the, is the guy still out there? Is he sitting in his car listening to the noise? He left, okay, good. Uh, the, 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 um, City, we had a we had a show last week and there were some bands and I guess there was a noise complaint and so the city came and said, hey, do you have an event permit for what you're doing right now? And I was like, an event permit? And they're like, so now I have to go to the so now I have to go to the city on Monday and I've got to buy event permits. So I'm like, great, we'll see how we'll see how expensive that is. <laughs> I'm like, great city. No, the police are. No, 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 no police are coming. It was just a city representative that was, it's fine. He had a badge, but it's, it's okay. We're all going to be okay. We're safe. We're safe here. It's going to be fine. Uh, yay, you're in Pam Tassel's Comedy Clubhouse. Yay, you're here. Yay! We sing a little song. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse, comedy. Clubhouse. Comedy. Clubhouse. Together we will bring our jokes up high. High, high, high. <sighs> Gotta get a vaporizer. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse. You wanna come inside my clubhouse? Yay, you're here, yay! We're all here and so excited. We have a really great show for you guys tonight. I'm really excited about your very first comedian. He lives in the most amazing place in San Francisco. He lives upstairs from my favorite bar, so I get to see him all the time in random times because I'm always in that bar. Uh, but I get to see him all the time here at Mutiny Radio. You're gonna love him. Put your hands together for Victor Trevino! Yay! <laughs> 
Yeah, make it real loud for the uh, noise point, noise complaint police. I think it's a, just a miracle that we got loud enough that someone complained. If, if I kill that hard tonight, <laughs> we're going to give them something to really write us about. Uh, my name is Victor Trevino, and I'm uh, about as high as I look, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have Pete Davidson disease. Pete Davidson, does anybody know? Uh, Pete Davidson and I share a disease, actually. He has Crohn's disease. And I share his addiction to marijuana. <laughs> it's also a disease. <laughs> it's a bit harder to classify. But um, I, I am actually high. Uh, someone earlier today gave me a chocolate bonbon with weed in it. And they were like, just take one bite of the bonbon. It's so strong, you don't want to eat the whole bonbon. Are you fucking kidding me? Bonbons are delicious. <laughs> I ate the whole fucking bonbon on site. Who fuck? What kind of sadistic joke is that to just give someone a morsel of something delicious and be like, just take a fucking nibble? <laughs> if somebody, if somebody was smart making these weed bonbons, just make it weak enough so I can eat four of them. <laughs> I'll pay the same. I don't care. I love bonbons. It's ridiculous. Like, are they gonna make weed Pringles and just be like, just one Pringle? <laughs> Everybody knows once you pop. You guys still have Pringles? You guys remember Pringles? I was fat as a kid. I couldn't get halfway down. <laughs> so I just use the old scoot method. Uh, has anybody here been smoking weed for a very long time? Yeah. I know Pam has, yeah. Do you remember the time in weed history uh, where we didn't have to weigh it? Oh, no, he doesn't, but he <laughs> he is talking. Oh, so the best system we had before the metric system was there was two sizes of baggies, a dime bag and a dub bag. And it was just, motherfucker, how much can you stuff in that bag? I'll pay $10 for that. <laughs> now we're all weighing it. Back in the day, it was great. You would go, see, the thing, thing is with no scales is you could have little hacks to get more weed out of your drug dealer. So what you would do is you would go find your most timid drug dealer, the most susceptible to peer pressure. You would get him in the car with three of your friends and you'd give him the size baggie, you'd be like, this is a 20 bag, put the weed in the bag. And he'd put a certain amount of weed in the bag, and then he would look at him, he would look at it and be like, <sighs> like does that look good to everyone? <laughs> <laughs> and all three of you immediately would be like, no, it does not, Wes. <laughs> it does not, it looks like barely $15 worth of weed. <laughs> Plus there's a seed in it, that's minus one point. Gonna have to put some more weed in that bag. Do you guys remember seeds? You remember seeds and weed? Pam, you remember seeds? Sometimes, I don't know if this is a little education seminar for you guys, but when weed is potent with THC, it's basically like a female flower getting wet with, <laughs> like THC is the female flower's wetness for to get inseminated by a male plant. Uh, and if there's a male plant near a female plant, it'll impregnate basically the female plant and it'll start to grow seeds and it won't produce THC anymore. So it will just be bunk weed basically. And so sometimes you would buy weed and it would basically be useless. Wouldn't get anybody high. But the fun trick you could do with it is roll a joint secretly of bad weed and then you'd get six of your friends to smoke it together and you could find out who the liars were. It was so good. <laughs> 
you'd sit in a circle of six people and you'd all smoke the same bad weed and then sure enough one motherfucker would step forward and be like i think i'm feeling it dude i think i'm bisexual <laughs> this weed is so good there's a another rule uh another way you could uh, get more weed out of your drug dealer is called the two finger rule do you remember that yeah, that's a different genre. We're not talking. <laughs> still talking about weed, not fucking foreplay. <laughs> I know how to masturbate a woman. There's a two finger rule. Wait, okay. What do you? Th- you, what do you I just want to hear what you think. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I would have bought weed from you back in the day. <laughs> okay, but good point. That is how you masturbate a woman. But the two-finger rule was when you put weed in a sandwich bag, and when you whipped it out, if it was two fingers in length, it meant it was, or in width, that meant it was a quarter ounce of weed. And so what you would do is you would get your fattest friend to demonstrate the two-finger rule. <laughs> you'd be like, I don't know, Wes, doesn't look like two of Fat Kyle's fingers. <laughs> I want to put some more weed in that bag. I had two friends named Wes growing up. Both of them were drug dealers. <laughs> It's like they were cursed at birth. But, um, uh, yeah, so uh, I have a funny story. I changed today, uh, but earlier today I was accidentally in a full denim outfit. I had, like, a denim jacket, a denim shirt, <laughs> denim pants. And I walked into work, and my coworker completely unironically or, like, was not trying to be funny or, like, not – he said – did you have to kill the whole cow for that outfit? <laughs> and I looked at him dead in the face, and I was like, motherfucker, you don't know how denim works. <laughs> this is practically a vegan outfit. <laughs> Other than my underwear, <laughs> which is made of beef tripe. <laughs> uh, mm, but uh, yeah, um, I work in uh, tech. Anybody else work in tech? Anybody else ruining the city? I am, but I'm not good at it. I'm not good at it. I've been fired from two jobs in the last eight months. <laughs> well, the third one, I just think I'm really good at interviewing with these people. I just know how to make really strong eye contact with beta males, I think. Like, I go into the interview, and I, like, tell them what I'm going to do for their company. (laughs) They're like, holy shit. (laughs) When can you start? (laughs) But that part's easy, but then it it gets harder. But it's funny. Like, the interview process is actually a funny thing. Like, they'll, you'll go to their startup headquarters, and you'll meet, like, their company dog. It's got, like, some cute name, and they'll, like, show you, like, it's like, this is the swimming pool, and like, this is uh, the fucking gym, and this is our LaCroix bidets section. <laughs> and then uh, at the end of the interview, they'll like quickly tell you what the fuck the company does, which is basically just probably make spreadsheets a little better. Like, that's usually most of these companies' <laughs> business models. It's just a m- little bit of an improvement on spreadsheets. <laughs> it's, you're getting better at making people's lives worse, pretty much. <laughs> Spreadsheets suck. <laughs> but uh, at the end of the interview, they'll tell you what their company does and then like for like, 30 minutes, and then they'll be like, so why do you think you want to work here? It's like, motherfucker, I want to hang out with your dog. Like, I want the pool, the dog. I want to play with the dog in the pool. And I want your fucking money, dude. 
Are you kidding me? When I go to Jack in the Box, they don't ask me why I want to eat there. <laughs> like, they know. They get it. It's open, first of all, at 2 a.m., and then it's like two tacos for 99 cents. Are you kidding me? I'm going to bankrupt you for that. <laughs> How the fuck does it work out to 99 cents worth of work to make two tacos? Like, hourly wage covers that, and then the ingredients, what are they, negative dollars? to? F they're like, exp I don't know. Uh, but uh, yeah, I got fired from my last job. It was real funny. Uh, they, when I first started working there, they thought I was such a good employee for sure. Like after that interview, they like they thought I was gonna hit the ground running, and I didn't. Uh, but I looked real busy all the time, and so my my boss, being such a sweet guy, last year at Christmas, uh, he bought me a little uh, pillow shaped like a baguette, which is like a wrist rest. Have you ever seen the wrist dress? I don't know what that meant. Is that two? One. Cool. Um, well, he, he brought me a, a wrist rest. I guess the idea is he thought I was working so hard that my wrist hurt. <laughs> like before he bought me a pillow, he just thought I was just fight, rifling off keystrokes. Just like, ah. <laughs> like, motherfucker, I will take a break as soon as I feel mild discomfort. <laughs> The Wi-Fi hits the bathroom, dude. But uh, um, the day I got fired, it was funny. You, you, this lady had a service dog at work. It was like this little uh, white, all-white Pomeranian. And um, it was a service dog, though. So I asked her. I was like, because you're not supposed to ask why people need the service dog. It can be like a really difficult conversation. But I asked her. I was like, so why, do you, why did you need that service dog? Why do you have this little white Pomeranian follow you around to work? And uh, she just goes, because she's real upset, she goes, oh, it's because I have IBS, and then just walked into the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and the dog went in with her. <laughs> so guys, what do you think that dog's doing in there? <laughs> it's a mobile bidet, guys. <laughs> I don't know. I have more questions, but I don't have time. And my name is Victor Trevino. You guys have been great. Thanks so much. And he gets his bag of Christmas coal. Yay! Yeah, the coal, uh, it has it has weed in it. But I give coal to people because it's Christmas time. And if you remember, you know, when you're a bad kid, you get coal. So it's chocolate-covered popcorn and all kinds of other things, nuts and yummy things, and there's weed in there. Yay. Uh, yeah, I can't pay my comedians the money. I pay them in weed food. Uh, you mentioned the two tacos for 99 cents. The thing that astounds me is the seven chicken nuggets for $1.49 from Burger King. It's impossible. What's it made out of? Like, how could it possibly, how could it possibly cost that little? What are we feel? I have no idea what's happening with the world. It's scary. That's why she's in the bathroom all the time, because she's eating those damn chicken nuggets, and you got that <laughs> shit is gross. Uh, I'm really excited for your next comedian. She brought her son. She's awesome. She's actually on this year's Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, and I think she's super funny, and you're going to love her. Put your hands together, everybody, for Lalita D. My son is actually dying right now, but okay. <laughs> it's every teenager's dream to watch his mom do stand-up comedy. But anyway, he's here. Thanks for being here, darling. <laughs> Hopefully doing stand-up comedy, I'll earn enough money to pay for your therapy because that's how that works out. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Uh, it's great to be on the radio, nice old-fashioned medium, right? I've been trying to get into social media more, but I don't know, it's tricky. Like, I feel I'm too young for Facebook <laughs> and too old for Instagram, way too smart for Snapchat. <laughs> Uh, and Twitter, Twitter's weird, right? Twitter's weird. I feel like you put on Twitter, hey, I made this really yummy apple pie last night and you get 30,000 people calling you a Republican. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, uh, no, I'm Dutch actually. It's our national dish. And then you get 30,000 Republicans going, what? Immigrants stealing our apple pie, you <laughs> fucking foreigners. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's tricky. But there was a story recently on Twitter. You might have seen this. It's about this woman who loses her father and she misses him so much that occasionally she sends him, the dead father, an email. And he never had his personal email account, so she writes to his work email. And she does this for a while and it, it helps her feel closer to him, even though she obviously knows that those emails are going nowhere, but it helps her connect to her father and that's, that's cute, right? If you've ever lost anyone, you can kind of relate to that. Well, after two years, she gets a reply and it's her father's colleague who's been reading these emails and he writes to her and he's like, wow, those emails, they're beautiful. I've really missed your dad and now this has helped me cope with my loss and your love for your father is just so inspiring. And Twitter explodes with emotion. It's like, oh my God, it's so beautiful. It's just so incredible. Love, it's beautiful. Okay, um, this man has been reading this grieving woman's emails to her dead father for two years and he never once thought it might be polite to let her know. I think actually it's a felony. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a federal offense to intentionally open people's mail. Like how is it not intentional to hack into a dead person's account and read his <laughs> grieving daughter's email? <laughs> And Twitter is like, oh my God, it's heartwarming. It's like, no, it's not. It's creepy and freaky and weird. You know what's heartwarming? My Dutch apple pie. That's heartwarming. Yes, love it. I love it. So um, yeah, I am an immigrant. I'm an immigrant. I don't use that term. I feel on the whole it means something else. And I, I don't think I'm at risk of being stopped by ICE you know, when driving while white or whatever. Uh, and uh, it pisses me off. It pisses me off when uh, privileged people take on a marginal identity. I don't think that's cool. Like when straight people act as if their lives are hard because <laughs> they got a tattoo or whatever, you know. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> job interviews, they're so hard. <laughs> okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but I did actually recently become a U.S. citizen. No, no, it's okay, it's okay, don't, <laughs> don't applaud me. It was despair, despair that drove me to it rather than excitement. Uh, but they did ask me a bunch of really weird questions on the way there. Uh, one of the things they asked me is, did I ever support the Nazi government? And I didn't know what to do with that. Like these days, you know, what's the right answer, right? <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, I, I went with no, I went with no, risked it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But it was a little weird because I'm thinking, well, the Nazi government that was in power between 1933 and 1945, like, I know I don't look my best at eight o'clock in the morning in an immigration office, but I don't know, that hurt my feelings. It, it really just, I don't know, I did not like that. Um, they also asked me this. Okay, just want to see how you go with this. They asked me, if neither the president nor the vice president can serve, which I thought was super cute, right? They put that as a hypothetical. Uh, if <laughs> neither of those people can serve, who becomes the president? And the answer is? 
Very good. So you must be an immigrant because, uh, as we've already demonstrated, Americans know shit about their country. <laughs> Americans know shit. Seriously, you ask anything and they're always like, oh, I'm pleading the fifth. <laughs> okay, name literally any amendment lower than the fifth. They're like, <laughs> Oh, I'm pleading the fifth. Um, but uh, I had to learn all that. And uh, yeah, you're right. Speaker of the House becomes the president. And until not that long ago, the Speaker of the House was this absolute Republican knob called Paul Ryan. Remember him? Paul Ryan is the man who defined rape as a method of conception up there with, you know, in vitro fertilization and, I don't know, consensual sex, <laughs> just to name a few. Um, but I used to live in Madison, Wisconsin, and one night, he was from Janesville, Wisconsin, which is a Republican hellhole. Can I say that on the radio? Well, it is. Uh, and I was uh, doing the set in Madison, Wisconsin, and I, start, I had a joke about Paul Ryan, and I launch into this joke, and the guy in the front row, he's sitting even closer than you are, he goes, that's my cousin. I'm like, what? <laughs> Excuse me, sir? Paul Ryan, that's my cousin. How, like, how do you deal with that? Like, they don't train you for that in comedy school, you know? Like, the Speaker of the House's cousin is sitting at your queer comedy show, and I'm like, okay, I don't know what to do. So I thought, okay, think, think fast. And so I looked at him, and I said, well, uh, sir, you know, stay polite. Uh, sir, <laughs> you may want to leave the room for 45 seconds. <laughs> but he didn't, and it was good. We survived it. So I'm here to tell the tale, but it's nice to be in California now. I don't have to worry about that so much. Um, yeah, I, uh, I love to travel. Uh, I traveled recently. I went to film my Netflix special. Yeah, I know that's not funny. It's also not true. Uh, it's <laughs> totally not true. It's a stand-up comedian's in-joke. Like, whenever we do anything, which is not very often, but when we do, we're like, oh, yeah, you know, it's my Netflix special. And I know it's not funny, but that's actually the thing about stand-up comedians. We are not funny when we're off the stage. Off the stage, not funny at all. Uh, unlike, say, Amy Schumer, who's not even funny when she's on it. <laughs> Just... Yeah, I don't think so. Anyway, uh, but recently I was traveling and I went through immigration and then I had to fill up my water bottle, you know, because water is the number one threat to aviation security, right? <laughs> and, uh, and I went to fill up my bottle with one of these sensors that you have, you know, it fills automatically. And so I was standing there and nothing happens because the sensor is not responding to my water bottle. So I start kind of dancing around this sensor, you know, trying to figure out, you know, what do I have to do to get this water bottle to respond? Uh, you know, we've all had sex like that, right? What's gonna work? <laughs> nothing, nothing works. But <laughs> fortunately, I had a plan B. Side of this water fountain, there's this little tap thingy that you drink off. And so I started filling my bottle from the little tap thingy on the side. It was awkward, not as awkward as it is showing you because I was not holding a microphone at the time, but still, it was awkward. Well, what do you, got? What do you know? This guy turns up. Now, if you saw a woman filling up her water bottle from the tap thingy on the side at a water fountain, you could go one of two ways with that, right? One, you could think, huh, that woman who, judging by her rolly case, seems well-traveled, who is at an international airport, and who has the ecological commitment to reuse her water bottle, that woman does not know how to use a water fountain. <laughs> or, two, you could think, looks like the water fountain does not work. Yeah, guess which one he went with, people? <laughs> guess which one he went with? He sidles up to me and he goes, you're supposed to hold it over there. <laughs> 
over there has a picture of a water bottle, a picture of a drop of water, and the universally recognized sign for sensor. But he somehow thought I could not put those things together. <laughs> so I take a deep breath, I turn to him, and I say, in my nicest lesbian feminist voice, you did not just mansplain the water fountain to me. Uh, but he did, and uh, actually my kid was with me, and he died. <laughs> he died, but he has many lives, so he's here to, uh, to tell the tale. <laughs> so uh, I'm just going to leave you on this one. Um, this is about queer women. I think people often think queer women are different from straight women, right? Have you heard that? Uh, so I just want to tell you queer women are not different from straight women. We are exactly the same as straight women, just, you know, with orgasms. <laughs> I'm lovely today. Lalita D, yay, yay. And you're married, you're married. You're happily married, that's exciting. I was married, I was married once. You, 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 committed in it, but you, it, you have the little piece of paper that says that, you, there you go. I, I had that little piece of paper for a minute, I had a husband for a minute, uh, and I got, I got my first STD from my marriage. Yeah, sexually transmitted debt. It's actually what you get when you get married. You get sexually transmitted debt. That's it. That's all you get when you get married. That's good. I mean, there's also love, and that's good, too. Uh, you're next comedian. Oh, you love him. I love him. He's just a sweet, sweet little man. Drop of water. This is his first, this is his first showcase, so we're going to clap it up super, super big. He brought his entourage, which is super exciting, and he's going to make you laugh. Put your hands together, everybody, for Sam Carroll. Pamela, 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 it's a bit chilly in here. No? How much money are we making on this? Can we get some heat? Can we get some heat? I'm cold. Is anyone else cold? Are you cold? Can I borrow your jacket? Can I, can I borrow your jacket? I'll do later? All right, I'm just going to be chilly up here. If I start nipping, I'm sorry. It's going to happen. I'm wearing two shirts, but, you know, 50% polyester. So... It's a very good possibility that I start nipping and get some diamond cutters out here for the boys. For the boys. <laughs> What's up? Don't you kiss at me. I'll kiss back at you. Yeah, I brought, I brought this up here. Um, I cheated my way through high school, and I plan on cheating my way through comedy, too. So don't, don't mind this at all. It's very well organized. It's got fucking X's and shit and lines, different size fonts. I, I handwrite it, but I try to uh, do like italics by just writing like sideways, like squiggly. <laughs> but I can't tell. It's just all, it's all just bad handwriting. It's all terrible. Fuck, man. I, I have this thing. I don't even know what side to start on, to be honest. I, I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing. I got, I forget what I was going to do. I wrote this down on my hand. It's just joke one, joke two, joke three, but I didn't remember what jokes were which. <laughs> So I just I just have one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I'll just joke one. You guys aren't laughing, so that didn't work. Fuck. What's next? Joke two. Oh. I guess we should uh I guess we should start with, with the time I pooped my pants. Gather around, children. Uh it was it was a it was a hot summer's day. I believe it was in seventh grade, but I think that might be generous to myself. 
I pooped my pants. I'll, I'll spare you the gory details, um, but I, I pooped my pants, and it, w- it was the way that I pooped my pants that made it interesting, right? Because I, I was an early to mid adopter of joggers, right? I like the best part about joggers, I think anyone can agree with this, I'm looking at it, the elastic ankles. Yes. Yes. The, the, the man who invented joggers, not a lot of people know this, his name was Darius Lataffer. He, he, he was gluten-free and, and dairy-free, unfortunately, but he ate Velveeta shells and cheese for every single meal. This is, this is like on the Wikipedia page. You can look this up, and now we have joggers. So I'm wearing joggers. Here I am, obviously, because I don't ever remember not being am. So here I am in English class in seventh grade. I've got joggers on. We're reciting Shakespeare that day. Um, I'm next. Teacher calls my name to recite Shakespeare. I'm nervous. You know, no, normally I can think quickly on my feet, but at this point I'm scared to stand up. So she calls my name. She goes, Sam, I stand up. I go, Shakespeare. And then I leave. That's me reciting Shakespeare. And I run out of the room. I get in trouble for it, right? And my peers, my peers are ruthless, man. What do they start calling me? They, they start calling me Brown versus Board of Education. Can you believe those fuckers in seventh grade? It might have been later than that, but, but you know, it's fucking clever, man. I went to private school. It's the kind of shit that happens. Ruthless lawyer dads. Shaw, dude. Yeah, self, uh, self-defecation. We do a lot of that over here, you know? People like people who self-defecate, I think, you know? Defecate? Defecate. Yeah, shit, shitting on yourself. Self-defecating, right? Is that what we're doing over here? Shitty puns, man. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. All right, that's, a, that's enough of that shit. That's enough of that shit. This next joke is called My Retarded Girlfriend and My Dad. And I think you'll like it a lot. The first time I got the clap, I was not excited. My my girlfriend, she was very excited. She was she was she was clapping, if you can believe it. And here's where I might lose you, but she but that's because she was mentally handicapped. Oh fuck, that took a turn. No one, no one came with me on that train. <laughs> I'm gonna keep going though, cause you know why? Fuck it. Um. Yeah, she was she was she was uh. That's the word I'm supposed to use. Is that why I lost you? Did I use the right word? I didn't say retarded, right? I did not say that shit, and I won't do it. The R word. Fuck it. I will not do that. My dad, my dad, uh, my dad's an old guy from Boston. He would say that. That's his favorite word to say. He goes, oh, she's just retarded. She's just retarded. She's a few fucking knives short in the drawer. She's a a few fucking nickels short of a quarter. She's a few fucking quarters short of a phone call, you know that girl? You know, you know? She's a few fucking Lincolns away from emancipation. He was educated. He just had a terrible accent. My father, though, I love him, yeah. And I loved my girlfriend, too. You know, she had a choking fetish. She had, she had a choking fetish. Yeah, it's true. She had this uh, this awesome choking fetish. Um, 
which was like, it was tough for a guy like me because, you know, I'm a skinny cat, right? I got, I got biceps. They, what do they look like? They look like uninflated stretched balloons. That's what they look like. You just stretch them out and that's what this looks like when I don't have a shirt on. That's why I wear this shirt, actually. Um, so, you know, it's tough dating a girl with a choking fetish, man. You gotta, you gotta, I'm a brains, not brawn kind of guy, you know? So you got to improvise. You got to you got to do certain things. So what I found out halfway through a relationship is that she has a peanut allergy. Yeah, can you dig that? She's got a peanut allergy. So what am so what am I going to do? Brain's not brawn. I'm improvising over here. What do I do? I I take my pinky. I put it in a little bit of Skippy, right? <laughs> right? I just I just do a little bit right on her nose. And then I fuck her doggy style. Come on. Brains, not brawn. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was uh, called abortion and or, or my, my retarded girlfriend and my dad. That's what that joke was called. I like I like the title too, man. <laughs> I loved my girlfriend. I loved my girlfriend in that joke, man. We got a, uh, we got a tandem bicycle together. I bought a tandem bicycle with her. Right. I didn't even mean to buy it. You know, I went into the bike shop and I just go to the guy. I'm like, hey, I want a bike that screams. If I get hit by a car while I'm on this thing, I don't want my girlfriend fucking anyone while I'm in the hospital. And he was like, oh, yeah, I got just the thing. Come over here. I got just the thing. We'll put you right there. We'll put her right there. It'll be fucking perfect. And, 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 and you know, the funniest thing, go to the hospital. We did. We we did go to the hospital. She broke her pelvis. There's literally no fucking way she was gonna cheat on me. No way. It was uh it was tragic. The whole thing was caused by distracted driving, if you can believe it. I was getting a roadhead on the tandem bicycle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys know what roadhead is, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all good in that department. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh you know, it, it was tragic. She was pregnant at the time when it happened. And, uh, you know, <laughs> saved us a trip to the clinic. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, saved us. Uh, abortion's, abortion's a sensitive subject for me. Because I was, I was uh, conceived and was to be born in North Carolina. It's funny what your fucking parents tell you. So I was conceived in North Carolina at a time when abortion is very illegal, right? My parents are very poor. They, they can't afford to have a child. If it weren't for abortion being illegal, I most likely would not be here today, you know? So as you all can imagine, I'm very pro-choice. I don't, I don't, I, and frankly, I, I'm so pro-choice. I don't even, I don't even believe in the right to choose. You know, I don't think you should have a right to choose. I believe in the right to lose your child every time. Because there are too many fucking people right now. You know? China had, China had a similar policy for a while. And then, they, uh, and then they got rid of it. You know? And now look at it. Riots. Everywhere. Too many people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what's next? Look at the cheat sheet. Yes. Self-defecation is important because it helps you appreciate toilets. <laughs> that's funny as shit I can't believe I wrote that Yeah, that's true Helps you appreciate toilet Self-defecation Shitting on yourself You know, uh 
and we should be we should be lucky. We live in San Francisco, right? We've got all these gender neutral gender neutral bathrooms lying around, and these things are fucking great, man. You lock yourself into them, jerk off until your dick falls off. Gender neutral bathrooms. <laughs> yeah, you know, in other countries they're not so lucky. You know, in other countries they're not so lucky. They got gender negative bathrooms, right? No toilets in those bathrooms. There's holes in the floor. <laughs> you know, it's fucked up. But uh, you take the good with the bad. You know, like uh, in, in some of these developing countries, you know, they're not developing any mass shooters. And we seem to be really fucking good at that. Like, what's the one that happened lately in uh, Pensacola? You know, the one we've already fucking forgot about. Four people died, right? Uh, but it wasn't even fucking four. It was three. Because they include the shooter in that final death count, right? They include the shooter. Four people dead, including the shooter. Which is so fucking weird that they do that. Because why are we going to start including this man? But before he killed all these fucking people, we weren't including him in shit. Thank you, guys. Have a wonderful night. I love each and every one of you. You all deserve compassion and self-love. Thank you. Vote Green Party. Yay, Sam Carroll, yay! Uh, you know why Californians can't have guns? Because they're always triggered. <laughs> triggered by everything, you know? That's how it works. Yeah, it's the coal. That, that, yeah, enjoy. Yay, you... What happened? You're ruining the environment. I went to the poor? Oh, yeah, sorry. I went to Daiso and... Green Party, I know. It's because I'm it's because I'm poor and I had to go to Daiso and I got a hundred bags for a dollar fifty. That's a steal. It's a steal. So, yeah, but there you go. He's eating the coal. He likes it already. Yeah. No, thank you. Thanks for bestowing your your youth and um, wide-eyed wonderment upon us here. I love it. Do you like do you like all the motorcycles in here? Like, I'm surprised you didn't mention them. You didn't like have a hard on for all the bikes. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. I know he likes to ride motorcycles too. You guys are in for a fucking treat right now. Uh, she's so hilarious. I love her so much. Put your hands together for Evelyn Erie Diamond. Yay! Hi. How you guys doing? Yay! Good. Good. I feel like this is like a little family reunion we're having, and like most of our family couldn't come. Something like that. Um, <clears throat> I. Uh, Everybody settled down? Everybody settled in? Everybody got their pot? <laughs> you guys got your pot? 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 You got your pot? I have a pot in my mouth. Yeah, so shut up. I'm talking. <laughs> yeah, keep your mouth shut. I, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Whatever. It's fine. It's fine. We're all good. Um, I, a uh, good friend of mine, uh, really pissed off at me today. Um, here's the reason why. I, I thought she said that she had just joined a dating app called Plenty of Fists. <laughs> yeah, and like, she's got a lisp, so I wasn't like sure. <laughs> but uh, I was like trying to be supportive, so I was like, that's cool, like whatever fits, you know? And <laughs> so, but it, um, it's, it's fish in case you guys wanna know. Have her write it down. That's what I did. So, I um, 
I don't know. I I used to be okay. This is so hard to admit. Um, I used to be like a hardcore goth. Yeah, no, I can feel you guys pulling back. It's cool. <laughs> I like hard, like hardcore. Like, let me just. Here's the thing, guys. I fucking love that scene, though. I'm sorry. I fucking love. No, I don't care what anybody says. I fucking love it. There's nothing better than going to a club wearing the same makeup as the guy you're going with. <laughs> okay? It's fucking awesome. Yeah, I, the best bar pot fight I ever saw was in a fucking goth club. Yes, it was Vlad the Impaler <laughs> and Edward Scissorhands just beating the shit out of each other with their Beetlejuice lunchboxes. It was... <laughs> Fucking crazy. Fuck it. Like somebody lost a fang. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's it intense. Uh, it was, I got discriminated a lot. Um, I will say that. Yeah, I got discriminated a lot. Like uh, I wasn't allowed to be in the Christmas card photo for my family. Um, I, was, I, was, I was allowed to get into one of them. And then um, people kept calling my mom and asking her if there was an apparition in our house. And which I thought was rude, but uh, then and then this was the big one. This is the big day that I knew that uh, people were discriminating against me. Uh, I went to Great America to see Peter Murphy play. Yeah, I'm not kidding. By the way, that actually happened. And uh, during the day, and I tried to get on a bunch of the rides, and they wouldn't let me. Because apparently they were worried that my three-foot train on my Victorian wedding dress <laughs> was going to, like, get caught in the gears or something. So, <clears throat> yeah, it was fucking, it was terrible. And I, I felt really upset. I was upset. Like, I almost cried. And, um, like, there was only, there was one, there was one ride they let me go on. There was one ride. I went, it was a, it was a disaster. I went on the free fall ride. And, like... I lost my wedding veil. <laughs> like one of my opera gloves flew off. I don't even know where my parasol went. Like that was gone. I fucking got a tan that day, you guys. It was bad. It was bad. Uh, but I love it. I I I think you should all try and go to a goth club someday. I um. Let me see. Uh, oh, uh, I used to be Mexican. <laughs> Sorry, as half Mexican. <laughs> Great. This, uh, this is what happened. This is what happened. Uh, I okay. I took one of those Ancestry.com tests. Have you guys done this? It's kind of cool, right? And I found out that I am uh, I am um, thirty percent Irish. Uh, I'm twenty percent French. And I am 50%. Wow, my mom is a fucking liar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it turns out that the guy, the Mexican guy that I thought was my dad, <laughs> not related to me. What? I totally know how Jesus felt. But, like, I can prove my dad exists. Um. I'm glad you guys. I'm glad you guys giggled because I actually said that in uh, when I was in Bakersfield, 
And like, I swear to God, I heard somebody go, kill the witch. And I was like, <laughs> shit. And or she could have been ordering a drink, but that's what I heard. And no, but uh, the thing that sucked about it was I had grown up thinking I was half Mexican. So I was fucking rolling my R's for nothing, you guys. <laughs> Do you know how long it takes to like order food in a Mexican restaurant when you think you have to roll your R's? When you're like, can I have some chili rellenos, please? Fucking uh, time consumption. I, um, yeah, I don't have to do that anymore. It's it's tortillas and chili rellenos, and I can just I can just mangle it. It's fine. I uh, so I go to my mom. I go to my mom, and um, I, I I tell her, and and this is what she said to me. She told me she told me that DNA tests are usually wrong. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, you probably want to tell the police about that, because they're using that to put people in jail, you guys. I mean, come on. By the way, don't you think the cops could be a little fucking cooler about that, right? Don't you think they could be like, uh, your DNA is all over the crime scene, buddy. You're going away for a long fucking time. By the way, you're also 60% Dutch. <laughs> Yeah, now you can join that Dutch prison gang. What? I hear they let you whittle your own shoes. Uh, I, I, I will say, like, if you can uh, grow up with Mexican dad, I highly recommend it. Cause, yeah, if you get a chance, like, it's like fun. It's fun. Like there was okay. This is a really good story. I was we were um, we were driving down the street one day. Um, and my dad's in the driver's seat and we're driving down the street and the cops start pulling us over. Cops behind us pulls us over. And my dad turns to me and he's like, Mija, Mija, switch with me. I'm like, what? He's like, fucking switch with me, switch with me, Mija. And I'm like, dad, I'm 10. <laughs> I don't know how to drive. And uh, he's like, I know Mija, but you don't have any warrants. And it's true, I didn't have any warrants, but that is the story of the first time I got a speeding ticket. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm actually kind of pissed off at my dad right now because uh, he voted for Trump, guys. Yeah, right? I was like, uh, why would you do that? Like, you have a bunch of brothers that are completely illegal, you know? And he was like, I know Mia, but I'm legal, and if your Tio Joe goes, if he gets uh, deported, I get his Impala. I'm like, Dad, that's a long fucking way to go for a car. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. My Tio Joe, uh, I love my Tio Joe. He's one of those guys who, uh, I don't know if you guys had an uncle that would just tell you the craziest shit, right? He, uh, he told me, this, he told me that I was like seven years old. He told me, that the tooth fairy sneaks into your room at night, switches out the tooth for the money, and then teabags you. <laughs> yeah. And now that I'm an adult and I know what that is, that's fucking hilarious, right? <laughs> Make sure.
Okay, hi. Oh, wow, that's so weird. That's really, that's like a trick. <laughs> you guys shouldn't have booby-trapped it. That's so rude. Uh, no, the, I was going to say my, I, I actually, I stopped. I, we didn't see my Tio Joe after a while because um, my family moved within 500 feet from a school, so he couldn't come over anymore. So, I don't know. Um, I, I'm trying to be a better person. You guys trying to be better people? Like everyone's trying to, no, not you? That's cool. Uh, I, no, I'm trying to like not be offensive, you know what I mean? Like trying not to, uh, like I'm trying to use non-gender specific words. That's like a, my big one, that's my big one. Um, which is why I realized the other day I should be calling my favorite sex position reverse cow person. <laughs> Okay, like you look confused. Um, that is when, okay, that's fine, that's fine. You're gonna learn, you're gonna learn today. Um, that, that is when, that's when, uh, that's when like one person is on top, right? But like, instead of facing the person's head, they're turned in the other direction facing the camera. So that's, that's what that, that's what that is in case you were wondering. Uh, uh, you guys like porno movies or? Yeah. Yeah. Hella. Yeah. I love that. Um, I don't like them actually. I don't. Here's why. Uh, have you noticed they're predictable. Have you noticed this? <laughs> like, I would just once, I would love like a really cool twist ending, you know? I, this is what I was thinking about. This is what I was thinking about. What if, what if, let's say M. Night Shyamalan wrote a porno movie? Okay. This is what I think it'll look like, okay? Okay. 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 Ah! That was great! Oh my God, he's been dead the whole time. <laughs> Why he was so stiff? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How much more time do you want me to do? Um, well, we're waiting. Marty's on his way. He's on his Marty is on his way. Fucking Marty. <laughs> Fucking Marty. All right, well, that's cool. You guys want to hear? I could tell you some more stuff about me. You want to hear some more stuff about me? I don't know. Um, I actually uh, went on a dating app date one time. Have you guys done this? Dating app date? Grinder? Yeah. <laughs> Grinder. I don't know. He mentioned Grinder earlier. Um, I went on a dating app date, and uh, like in the middle of the date, you guys, I'm not kidding. I, I actually said, like, out, like, I was stunned, and I said out loud, wow. I am way out of your league, <laughs> right? And it was like super awkward because we were already having sex, and <laughs> it was. And the but the guy was like so cool. He was he like looked up and he's like, "Would do you want me to stop?" Or I was like, "It's cool. It's just we'll just finish up, and then um, I'll deny it later." So. <laughs> It's done that, done that. Um, I yeah, I, I had a guy break up with me by by text once. Has this ever? 
You get right? What did yours say? What did you say? Oh, you sound sad. I'm sorry. Was it recent? Was it tonight? Are you okay? I'll tell you what mine said. <clears throat> mine said, uh, mine said, uh, I don't think we should go out anymore because that was the end of the fucking text. <laughs> no, like, dot, 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 no wiggly, like, it, it, whatever, Marty. Um, I fucking, that was it. And all I could think of was, wow, I'm really hoping that maybe he was walking across the street when he was texting me. <laughs> Just got hit by a fucking car, right? Or a truck, a truck, because then he would have been dead for sure. I'm, I got really dark. Uh, okay, I'm going to end you. I'm going to end you. Wow. I'm going to end you. Thanks for showing up late, Marty. No, it's good. I got more time. I appreciate that, actually. <laughs> uh, I'm going to end this on a uh, cautionary tale. Okay, this is a cautionary tale. Um, I was at the movie theater the other day, and um, uh, I was standing in line. Me and my friend were standing in line, and behind me, um, we were standing in line to get tickets. Behind me was like walked up like these two little people, right? And I turned around and I was like, you guys, if you want, why don't you borrow my raincoat? One of you can get on the other one's shoulders <laughs> and you'll just look like a really tall person, right? And um, <clears throat> this is what I figured out. I figured out that uh, little people um, have like average size anger. <laughs> I thought it was proportional, but apparently not. In fact, in fact, I think that the smaller you are, the more angry you get, which is why babies are assholes. I am Erie Diamond. Thank you very much. Erie Diamond holding it down. Yeah. That's your bag of coal on the chair right there. There you go. Your bag of coal. Yeah. I'm Trying to be cheeky. That was great. That's great. Everyone's had great sets tonight. I'm excited for your uh, Pence Ultimate. No, Pence Ultimate is the one before the end. He's the ultimate comedian. And he's dressed like... We were talking about porn stars. He, I mean, he literally looks like he just came off the set and he's like, oh, one chicka ow. And he's got like the gold chain. I'm just setting it up for the radio listening audience. He's got a thick gold chain. He's got beautiful, fluffy fur coming out of his leopard print shirt. His mustache, he is porn stash right now. He's gorgeous. He's amazing. You're going to love him. Put your hands together for Marty What's up? I'm here to fuck. I'm kidding. Uh, guys, give it up for Pam. Isn't she great? Is they put on this fucking great show? What the fuck are all these beautiful people doing here? Uh, this is mutiny. I, this is for rejects. What are you guys doing here? Is one of you a new comic? There he is. Okay, nailed it. How'd it go? How'd it go? How'd it go? <laughs> Good, man. I'm glad to, I haven't met you. I'll see you around. Uh, I, I, you guys have probably seen a, lot of, seen a lot of great comics tonight. You know, I love this place. This place brought me up. I, uh, I'm a big fan, but I want to change the speed a little bit. How about some poetry? You guys like some poetry? Yeah? 
Clapping actually, no, it's, it's snapping. Uh, it's snapping. Okay, all right. I'm actually a renowned haikuist in San Francisco. So, haikuist? Uh, I don't know the term. Anyways, all right, I got some haikus for you guys. I'm going to lay them on you. This is a beautiful art. I'm, I'm bringing it back. Okay, here we go. I'll admit, I'm a little drunk. I kind of forgot the first one. Uh, <laughs> I'm a Catholic. I was blessed with nine inches. Father Ted's in jail. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, there we go. She's got it. She's got it. The snaps. Okay. How about uh, how about a, a little less subtle? How about this? Uh, <laughs> fucked her in the butt. Doo doo came out a little. New fetish for me. How about that, guys? This, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's go back to, all right, let's, let's change it up. Um, one rule I live by. If it is not to the wrist, it is not a fist. That's God's given truth right there, all right? This is art, guys. I don't know. I'm trying to bring the fucking life back to this city, okay? This is a cultural district. Let's try another one. Let's try another one. Um, take it from me. If you can't afford a sex swing, don't use the playground. Okay, uh, how about, uh, hmm, my girl menstruating, flow like the elevator scene in The Shining, okay, uh, too much of an old reference, got it, um, or gross, it could be the other way, uh, this is, this is for the radio audience, they can hear my exasperation, um, hmm, we had anal sex. Was a lot of fun until her strap-on broke in me. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> this is a forward city. Okay, guys, that's enough poetry. I think we've had enough of that. Thanks, thanks so much for enjoying my art. My art. That's what it is. This is all art. Um, what's, what's going on here, guys? We got a, Is this friends of yours? Is this a couple? Is this... Nice. Is this a couple? Oh, very nice. Couple... Thruple? I don't know. I don't know what kind of Burning Man shit you guys are up to, okay? He's my sister. Your sister? Again, I don't know what kind of Burning Man shit you're up to. <laughs> I reiterate. No. Nice. How long have you guys been together? Year and a half. Okay. That's, I got a girlfriend these days, and we've been together about the same time, so good for you guys. Uh, I got a girlfriend. She's great. Uh, she's my age, which surprises people because I mostly look like I meet women by buying underage kids alcohol, but <laughs> that's not who I am, all right? It's like, no, officer, these white claws are for me, right? That's <laughs> Turns out there are still laws when you're drinking claws, uh, mostly the statutory ones, but my girlfriend's great, you know. My relationship's going well. You can tell it's going well because I've got a mustache, right? This is the greatest sign of commitment that a man could give a woman, right? He's he's almost there. He's you know he's trying to disguise a little bit, but he's it's pronounced. He's got the pronounced one. Because what's it say to you, right? It says, "Babe, I'm gonna go out with the fellas, right? We're gonna have a good time, but don't worry, no one's gonna try and fuck me, right? That's." <laughs> This is the mustache of a man who's going to corner you in the bathroom and make you do cocaine, right? And not in a fun way, right? <laughs> but on the flip side, right, what's it tell the fellas, right? It says, guys, 
Offer me drugs. I'll do, I'll do them, okay? This is the highway to the danger zone. I'm not even asked what they are, okay? I got three holes. Let's pick one and go with it, okay? <laughs> no. So year and a half. So maybe you guys know, uh, we've, me and my girlfriend, we've hit a special point in the relationship. I think you guys may, might be there too. Uh, I'm not talking about when we meet each other's families. We've done that, right? Uh, it went great. I'm not talking about when we tell each other that we love each other. I love her very much. We've done that. It's great. Uh, I'm not talking about when I buy her her bidet because I'm like, I'm going to be at your apartment a lot, okay? And I'm not going to live like an animal, neither should you, okay? Uh, I'm talking about that very special moment when I, as a man, finally feel comfortable masturbating in her apartment, right? Like, that's real. That's How long was that for you guys? Do you remember? Is that... Two, like, second date or what? Like, she was taking forever to get ready. Uh, <laughs> all right. That, that means I really know some shit about her, right? It means, like, I know where she keeps her towels and lube, right? Like, I know which windows I got to turn down before I get going. I uh, I picked out, like, my own favorite belt for, you know. Uh, this, uh, I, I know how long she really means when she says, I'm five minutes away, right? That's the most important one because I can't get caught dick in hand having a staring contest with her cats for dominance of the apartment again, right? Like, <laughs> that's you get one of those. This ain't baseball. Two strikes. You are out, okay? It's bad news. Yeah, I don't miss being single. Single sucked. Uh, I was terrible with dating apps. I was awful at them. Uh, even, even when I wasn't on them, I didn't have to be on Tinder to be bad at it. Like I was at a bar and a girl came up to me, hold your applause. And, um, girl comes up to me and I was like, Hey, she was like, Hey, I think I saw you on Tinder. Cool. I guess rejecting me in private wasn't good enough. Uh, you had to come up and do it to my fucking face. Holy shit. I thought there's the entire point of this app was to avoid this conversation. Right. She was swiping through at home, swiping through, got through me, and was like, no, 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 wait. He needs to know, right? <laughs> what did I do to her, right? I was just terrible with dating apps. I found that women are very dishonest on dating apps, right? Because everyone has the, they all put the same things in their profiles, but that's not what they really want, right? Like every girl says they want adventure, and you show up to the date in a wizard's rope, and they're like, ah, uh, not so what I meant. Uh, <laughs> It's like, babe, I thought we were going to the Shire. Fuck up some orcs, right? <laughs> Cast a spell on you. No. Uh, every girl says they, they want chemistry, right? You want chemistry. You show them your meth lab and they freak out, you know? <laughs> it's like, this is basically Adderall. This is good stuff, okay? <laughs> every girl says they like hiking, but you tell them to take a hike at 2 a.m., they get pissed off, right? <laughs> it's like... Babe, I live in the Tenderloin. This is a hike and an adventure. Two for one package. You might not want you might not get home, right? And you might find some chemistry along the way. Who knows? It's a interesting area. Now I uh I was so bad at the dating apps I did I did what a lot of people do to get laid now. I uh tried being more woke. We got is this a woke crowd? Are you guys down with the future? I don't exactly know what woke is, but I had to pretend, right? I had to like try to pretend that I was woke. And so what I did, I, I was at a costume party and I saw something and I like, I was like, Oh, here's my opportunity. I saw this, this really cute black chick wearing like a sexy cop outfit, but she was getting wild. She tried to fit the whiskey, punch another black guy in the face, called the N word. I was like, Whoa, miss. 
I'm Irish. That's our thing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> my culture is not a costume, honey. Uh, it's 2019. I'll not stand for cultural appropriation. Not in my city. And she was like, oh, my God. You are so woke. Oh, my God. Do you want to go out sometime? And that's how I met my girlfriend, guys. Uh, so, <laughs> plot twist. Girlfriend's black, but you didn't see that one coming. Uh, fuck you guys. All right. That's right. We're heading into 2020 strong, ladies. If he's woke, let him poke. Okay, that's that's what we're doing. <laughs> no, the girl at the bar, though, I ended up kind of like having a conversation with her, like, and we actually exchanged numbers, and things started. We texted back and forth. Things started getting heavy, and she actually ended up asking me for a dick pic. Right? I did not know that girls could ask for dick pics. I thought we just sent them out and hope for the best, you know? And I freaked out a little bit because I realized I don't really know how to send a dick pic. Um, we got any dick pic senders in the house? We got any? What? Uh, <laughs> I believe you, but uh, I'm still confused. Uh, the rest of you blink twice. We got any? Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's tr let's try something else. Uh, where's my dick pic receivers in the house? We got any? <laughs> there we go. Normally it's the ladies, but select fella is also. This is San Francisco. Okay, I, I'm not saying like I don't know, especially with women. Like women don't even have to ask for them; they're getting them, right? Like my girlfriend got one from her DoorDash driver. <laughs> Men are trash, you know. <laughs> she, he was like, "What did you think of the order?" And she was like, ah, "I didn't order this," you know. <laughs> Two stars. Uh, so the most memorable dick pic you've ever gotten, what was what made it memorable? Like what stood out? Do you remember? Wait, what? He went all the way? Yeah, it was like a... That's impressive. No, it wasn't? But you remembered it. Uh <laughs> No, I don't know. I mean, I just, I just like, I always look for advice. Like, and so it sounds like don't do that. Not do that. You got to walk a fine line down there. I don't know. Cause I was trying to figure out like what the best dick pic could be. Right. Like do I have to like clean my room. Right. Do I have to put a bowl of fruit in the background? I try to art it up a little bit. I don't know what you do. Right. <laughs> is it the lighting? I don't is it, I found that the most consistent thing that I found with everybody is that it's the angle. Right. Like you said, right. That's a bad angle. Right. I tried taking mine from right here. Oh, yeah, you see spare tire all covered in hair in the shot, right? No one wants to see Rolling Hills on the way to the Washington Monument. You guys catch my drift? Yeah? It's not a good look, right? The grassy knoll. I tried taking it from the side. Guys, I don't know if you can see how big my ass is, but if your ass goes out farther than your dick does on the other side, don't take it from the side, okay? Because if it's flaccid, it just looks like an elephant seal's head. You know, it's gross. And if you're erect, then you just catch a shadow behind it, and there's just a bigger, blacker dick behind yours. It's like, I don't need to be cucked by my own silhouette, okay? That's not what I need in my life. I tried taking that bottom shot, which is a tough way to realize how short your arms are, right? Fuck, right? just looked like I was inspecting chicken breast, but... I wanted to get that bottom angle. I wanted to get that extra inch and a half between the dick and balls. Avoid the butthole. Apparently, it's very sensitive. Um, so I did what any self-respecting young college-educated man would do. That's right. I got a selfie stick. Got a selfie stick. 
Got down there, took the shot. I was pretty happy with it. I was about to hit send until I saw something that's just burned into my brain forever. I saw this. I saw... I photobombed my own dick pic. Just my dumb little face in the background there. <laughs> burned into my brain forever. I deleted the picture. I did the sensible thing. I sent her someone else's dick, right? Like... <laughs> Turns out they're all over the internet, pretty easy to find. Uh, and at first she was like, wow, that's actually kind of impressive, but uh, why is it so dark? And I was like, oh, I'm Italian, I don't know. And then we never talked again. Uh, this is the right move. <laughs> uh, what else, guys? I, um, I do like to travel. You guys all from San Francisco? You guys all living here these days? Nice, nice. You guys travel at all? Wine country, that's not, oh, all right. Do you stay up there? Do you do like hotels or motels? Oh, you're from wine country. Okay, very nice. Like the Napa, Sonoma? Yes. The answer is yeah. Okay, got it. No, I like to travel with my girlfriend. I like to get out of town. Uh, I like to stay in hotels when I travel though because I think that, as we all know, we can all attest that hotel sex, best sex there is, right? Is there something like great about having that like special familiarity? with someone that you know and love, but you're also in that new city and that like sense of adventure, like try something new, right? Like maybe you go to a really cool comedy show with a guy with like a really awesome shirt on, like telling dick pic jokes, right? And you're like, man, this is really getting the gears grinding, right? This is really getting the juices flowing. Like, babe, let's try something new, right? Let's go back to the hotel. Let's pretend like we're strangers. Let's pretend like we've never met each other before, right? You go to the hotel bar. You both go to the bar, order drinks. You order the same drink. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. So cute. Try to make awkward conversation. Like, you in town for business? Like, I'm just here for a few days. <laughs> Sparks fly and you go up and you just fucking ruin that hotel room, right? You're flipping mattresses, you're doing handstands, you're doing fucking yoga. You don't know what you're doing. You're getting ordering room service, getting food involved, right? You're regretting that, but you experimented and that's what counts, right? You get a little too into the role play, like, oh, you're so much better at this, my bitch girlfriend. She's like, what? Like, ah, never mind. Uh, we're all done. When you're all done, just bust wherever you want, right? On the TV, on the fucking window, in the, in the Bible. You take your pick, right? You slap a 20 on that table, you get the fuck out of there. That is some poor businessman's problem the next day, right? Hotel sex, best sex there is. Fuck yeah. Airbnb sex, not the same as hotel sex, guys. Just feels like you broke into someone's house to fuck. It's like... Let's go! Where's the master bedroom? Oh, I guess the kids' room? I don't know what the fuck's going on here, right? Turning down pictures of people's families like I'm Joe Pesci in Casino. Like, don't look at me! <laughs> it's, I can't ever call me daddy in what's clearly someone's child's room, right? Like, it's that role play doesn't work. I was with my girlfriend at an Airbnb one time. I didn't know that the owner was staying right next door. Like, right next door. And he left us a review the next day that said... This is a very passionate and loving couple. I was like, no, God, he was listening the whole time. The worst part, one star. He was not impressed. Oh, my God. Too much crying, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> no, I do like to travel. In fact, I just flew back from Columbia, and boy, is my, news my nose tired. Seriously, I have a problem. Uh, 
I've been trying to lay off the booger sugar, but it's hard when you dress like this. Uh, people just follow you in the bathroom stalls and start giving you business ideas, you know? But I'm, uh, I'm trying to lay off the nose beers, so I'm doing what people do when they say they're going to stop smoking cigarettes, right? They say, I'm going to stop buying cigarettes, right? Right? Slow it down. So I said, I'm going to stop buying cocaine. Backfired a little bit. Sucking a lot more dick for cocaine these days. <laughs> whoops a daisy uh, right but at least you know my dealer's happy someone's getting ahead am i right okay we're doing buns it's friday night let's go <laughs> my dad hates that joke uh my dad hates that joke once on my family all came to see me perform and uh it was i did that joke and everyone loved it laughed cried fainted you know the usual and um but my dad came up to me after the show and he was like marty how could you do that joke about the, the sucking dicks for cocaine, huh? You know, your cousin's here, right? You know he's gay? I say, like, Dad, who do you think I'm getting my cocaine from, right? <laughs> <laughs> Try to keep it on the family, okay? Everyone knows the gay's got the best stuff. Am I right, fellas? Okay. Uh, I got one last joke. I haven't done this in a while. Let's see if I can... Pull it out. Let's go. Um, well, so I, I turned 31 this year, uh, which is cool. I turned 31 on September 25th, uh, which, of course, means that I love Christmas. Because my parents fucked on Christmas. You're getting it. You got a little math there, right? Nine months, September 25th, December 25th. It's a very white Christmas indeed. You guys catching my drift? My fuckiversary's coming up, you know? Does anyone here know their fuckiversary? Anyone? No? You're a Valentine's Day? Oh, you always. You're a New Year's baby? A lot of fireworks in that bedroom. Hell yeah. Resolutions and condoms being broken. Okay. Sorry? You're a 420 baby? Yes, you are a 420 baby. Hell yeah, bro. You're like, where's the chocolate titty milk? Okay. Uh, <laughs> No one else knows theirs? I can figure it out pretty quick. I'm pretty good at this. What what's your birthday? December twenty seventh. Okay, so you're uh Valentine's Day baby. Yeah, so yeah. What do you think the heart said? Like, I didn't pull out, you know? Uh <laughs> that's fun. How about your birthday, miss? November eighth. Let's see, that makes you a Martin Luther King Day baby. Okay. Wow. I had a dream, and it was a wet dream. Okay. <laughs> How about your birthday, sir? Yeah. September 23rd? Oh, so you're a Hanukkah baby. Hell yeah. <laughs> now, you're you're a Christmas Eve baby. That's you're a, That was a not-so-silent night. Okay, that's good, yeah. This is good. This is fun. I, uh, let's fuck it. Let's go down the line. Let's do them all. How, what's yours? February 15th, you're a Mother's Day baby. All right. She wanted a real necklace and got a pearl one. Okay. <laughs> you have a conversation with her. Okay. Miss, yours? July 19th. You're a Halloween baby. Oh, you got some kinky-ass parents. Hell yeah. Your dad's like in a devil costume. Your mom's like in an angel costume. I want you to picture it. I want you picturing it right now. <laughs> Your dad's like, trick or treat, surprise, it's both. Ah! <laughs> Gross. How about you? 
April 9th, uh, you're a July 4th baby. Hell yeah, some star-spangled semen. <laughs> you are exempt from the draft. Okay. February 2nd. February 2nd, uh, Cinco de Mayo baby. Oh. Yes! Yeah. You appropriating motherfucker. All right. It's a minute. It's basically an American holiday. Uh, Viva la jizz. Okay. Well, now, not. Okay. She was never born. Got it. Got it. <laughs> I believe that. I believe that. No. This is good. This is fun. This is a 21 and up crowd, I believe. Yes. Good. Because I did this joke one time at a restaurant, and there was a, a teenager there, and he said, I asked him what his birthday was. I was like, he was like, I was born June 11th, 2002. Uh, you guys caught the math pretty quick. You're there. I don't know how to tell this kid he was a 9-11 baby. I was like, ah, kid. Uh, the only thing that went down faster than Tower 2 was your mom's panties, you know? <laughs> it was an inside job, you know? <laughs> God, George Bush did it. Okay. Uh, some of you didn't like that, I think. Uh, is that too soon? Is that a too soon thing? It's not too soon, guys. 9-11 was 18 years ago. If it was a person, we could fuck it, okay? <laughs> R. Kelly would have fucked it four years ago. So let's relax. Hey, guys, you've been fantastic. Thanks so much for supporting Live Comedy. Thanks so much for supporting Muni. Thanks so much for supporting your friend. Give it up for Pam, everybody. Keep it going for Marty Cunny and all the comedians you've seen tonight on the Comedy Clubhouse. Thank you for coming out. It really means a lot. Uh, we do this every Friday, and uh, and 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 we'll we'll get an entertainment permit now, and we'll do that too. <laughs> I looked it up online. It's about seven hundred bucks a year if I get something called an LLC, a limited something, <laughs> something about sound. It's gonna be fun. Everything's gonna be great. I'll leave you. Uh, I'll leave you with a dick joke because that seems so important. With uh, I have a fantasy. I want to be with an uncircumcised guy because I I want to pull up his dick, and I want to pull his foreskin up over his dick, and I want to put whiskey in his foreskin. I want whiskey dick for real. <laughs> can I can I finally get what I want? You know, it's twofold. One. I'm an alcoholic, and I like new and sexy ways to drink whiskey. Uh, and two boys are gross, and you have to clean it all that schmegma. They're just <laughs> dirty, dirty boys. Thank you all for being here. Have a good night. Yay!
Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Davis, here's Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. We watch the best movies that, uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a full-length movie on YouTube with
Apply now for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. But you can apply now through November 30th. 50 shows in seven days, over 50 comics from all around the U.S., and you could be one of them. Go to the Mutiny Radio website, www.mutinyradio.fm. Click the Apply button. Pay that 20 bucks. Donate to Mutiny Radio and apply with your five-minute video to the Mutiny Radio 5th Annual Comedy Festival coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. Submissions close November 30th. Get those submissions in now. You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even going to be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Ben S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. (laughs) 
Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month, Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Asiento. Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket, March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. Welcome, everybody. Give it up for yourselves for making it here. Come on now. Come on. Come on. 